0: What's up fam? It's your boy John Bacon with another segment of the Bacon Bits Podcast, where we desire for you to take the bits of information and immediately apply them to your life for success. The ground rules for our podcast is that it will always be encouraging, uplifting, and informative. The areas of life that we will be talking about on the Bacon Bits Podcast is dealing with having a balanced life. And that just happens to be the subject we'll be talking about on this episode, the intentional life living life on purpose with a purpose at the beginning of all of my broadcasts i always want to say these phenomenal five words valuable information applied equals success i don't want anybody to be tortured between what they know in their mind uh, with the information to do and what they will actually do in their hearts the biggest battle we're going to have on this planet is with us the biggest battle we're going to have on this planet is with our heads and our hearts and i like to cheat i will give you the answers to any cheat code i can if i can and the hack of this is your heart is always gonna win always gonna win giving you a a case in point how many of you guys have felt like you have been in some show enough love before now you know what show enough love is you thought that person you was with was the one i need you to raise your hand whether you are in the house in the car by yourself with a crowd just raise your hand (laughs) now Second question is, how many of you are still with that person? Don't feel bad if you raise your hand the second time. I, I've done that, too. Uh, we, I knew not to get into a deeper relationship with the person. There was too many signs showing mentally. But my heart said, I want to be in love. So I ended up going with my heart and my head was like, you big dummy. So, guys, the heart is always going to win. So you got to understand what is in the heart of what it is that you're doing. So with being intentional about your life, man, you got to understand that, man, if you don't do this stuff on purpose, if you're not intentional about living your life, I'm going to give you the answers of what's going to happen. If you're not intentional about living your life, you're going to be in some crazy debt. You have to systematically have a a plan on how you'll handle your finances. Uh, If you're not intentional about living your life, your relationships will continue to be toxic and unproductive. If you're not intentional about living your life, man, high blood pressure, diabetes, cholesterol levels is shot. If you're not intentional about living your life, man, anxiety, bitterness, worry, strife, all that stuff will run the show. And if you're not intentional about living your life, you will not know why you were here. You will just be here and not know the very purpose and plan that God has for you. So you have to be intentional, man. So the first... Uh, area I like talking about is finances man Uh, I'm a firm believer that none of us should be in debt now uh, as I'm learning more about finances there is a such thing as good debt so all debt is not bad but primarily we should not be in debt being in debt is very stressful very stressful and you don't want to be in debt where it's just stressing you out to cause you don't want to go do something that you ain't supposed to be doing so what we need to do is get a budget yes i know i was cussing at you i'm sorry i ain't mean to use no profanity the word budget is is profanity in america why is that because i want to spend my money how i want to spend my money i want to do it to hell i want to do with my money <laughs> and the reason why we in debt is because we spend our money how we spend our money we want to do it the hell we want to do it with our money and if we had a system of how we handled our finances Man, it would make life that so much more sweeter. How many of you would like to have less anxiety, worry, and bitterness in your life? Get a budget. How many of you would like to have less relationship issues and fighting in your your, your for significant, with your significant other? Get a budget. Yes, when you know what you got coming in, what you got going out, and what's left over, man, that's a good feeling. Because you know one of the number one fears that people have? Is fear of the unknown they don't know what's gonna happen when you have a budget it's not unknown you'll know exactly where your money is at all times so that's a great way to get get rid of this this fear of the unknown it's actually having a budget taking your money controlling it and knowing what it's doing for you or what it's not doing for you Uh, check your credit score for those who don't know your credit score it can be very uh, uh, anxiety filled have a a high anxiety feeling not knowing what your credit score is knowing what your credit score is knowing what you need to go back and do to fix that thing man it's a beautiful thing because I hate people stressing about money man I believe we, we are walking ATM machines man you got money all up in you you just don't know how to use your gifts your talents your calling to get that money that's out there that's for you and then some of the information a lot of information that we need to make a lot of money is out there we just got to find the right people to get it so one of the things that I've learned as a 55 year old man is man hustling grinding always the greatest thing in the world it's not it's 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 a lot overrated uh, it's actually knowing who has the information and how to use the information that's been the biggest thing I've learned from being in the middle ground with the hustle and grind people and also the information age that we are in now knowing who has the information getting that information and applying that information to your life number two relationships we got to be intentional about our relationships you cannot live on this planet like a hermit you got to be around other people you need other people and whether you want to or not we are community oriented we are people that need to have other people around us there's a reason why there's the NA, narcotics anonymous, there's a reason why there's the AAs, Alcoholics Anonymous, there's a reason why there are churches, there's a reason why there's gangs, there's a reason why there's fraternities and sororities, which are educated gangs, but there's a reason why we all have people that we want to be around, you know, because we are people oriented so we have to have people, even if you are extrovert or introvert, introvert we are people oriented, we have to have people around us so there's three types of people that I love to always have around me at all times uh, number one is kids. Now, did I say you had to have kids? No, I did not. I believe you should have kids in your life for two major reasons. Uh, number one, uh, kids are so inquisitive. Oh, my God. Kids are always asking questions. And, you know, as adults, what we supposed to be doing? Asking questions. We don't know everything. I am 55 years old, and I can gladly and happily tell you that I do not know everything. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. That I can kill my ego, kill my pride, and tell you that I do not know everything. But I like to ask people questions on the very areas of where I'm trying to go to get that kind of life that I really want. So I need you to be inquisitive, man. I need you to be inquisitive. The thing that I love about kids also is kids aren't born prejudiced. We have to teach them how to be prejudiced. Literally. Kids love people instinctively. They love to love. And so what we need to get back to doing is is learning to love again. Love people for who they are, for what they are, and let it be. we got to get back to doing that, man. So I love kids. Number two, I believe you need to have at least one of these. I hope you have more, but you should have at least one of these. BFF. What is that? Best friend forever. These are the people that you are around that love you. They love you. They got your back and they are supportive. But they love you enough to put their foot up in your, I ain't going to (laughs) cuss, when you in the wrong. So I might have a moment. You know, I got three best friends, my boys, and then I got my my, my beautiful habanero sugar. Love that woman. Love her. Love her. Diana Bacon. Mm, mm, mm. Now. Anytime I'm having a moment with my wife, I'll go to my boys and I'll be like, man, my wife is tripping. She doing this, she doing that, she doing this, she doing that, she doing this, she doing that. And my boys be like, "Mm mm-hmm, okay, all right, all right. Okay, you done? Yeah, take your tail home and go love your wife. Now, when they tell me that at that moment, is that what I want to hear? Mm-mm, that ain't what I want to hear. Is that what I need to hear? Yes, it is. And that's why I love my boys To life, Love them because they always want me to be healthy and being healthy is telling me the truth. Not always what I want to hear. So I need you to have kids in your life. I need you to have at least one best friend forever. And I need you to have elders in your life. These are the people that's been there and done that. They've been there and done that. Yeah, they they've already lived where you want to go. Why would I waste time bumping my head when I can just ask somebody that's already been there and done that? My elders. Uh, Let me see my role models. Uh, My Uncle James, uh, may he rest in peace. He worked for General Motors for 50 years and did not miss one day of work. Not one day of work. They would have to tell my Uncle James on holidays, uh, Mr. Edwards, the factory is closed. You can go back home now his work ethic was phenomenal and still to this day i have honored him with my life by not missing one day of work until recently when i had to be at home with uh covid symptoms you know i still was you know in the energy of going to work doing my job but you know we in this era that yes when you got covid symptoms and you test positive uh you can't go to work so before that i was at work every day all day doing my job in honor and continuing the legacy of my uncle james so i love that uh at the gym i have a 62 year old and an 80 year old that i hang around they are in better shape than i am and i'm 54 years old why is that because i want to be like them when i get 80 years old one of the number one inspirations that helped me continually want to stay healthy i made a vow to myself when i was 18 that i would work out for the rest of my life I'm 55 years old right now. I don't have no aches and pains. And I'm very grateful for the life uh, that I've been given with the body that uh, I tell God that I'm appreciative of by taking care of it. But I seen this 70 year old man back in the airport. This was a couple of years before COVID. And I seen this 70 year old man playing with his grandson and throwing a football in the airport. And they were having a great time together. And I said, man, when I get 70 years old, I want to be able to play with my grandkids like that. So I had another elder just watching them, saying, you know what? I want to live that kind of life when I get older, but that don't happen at 70 years old. That happens when you're 18, making a vow to yourself to take care of your body so that you can live and have that kind of productive life. And in my family, uh, old age runs deeply. You know, we average about 90 years old plus. So with that being said, if I'm 54 and I'm going to probably live to be about 90, I do not want to be a raggedy 90. I literally want to be a healthy 100 years old. So I started living like that now so I can possibly have that life unless God calls me home. Other than that, I'm shooting for a healthy 100. So I'm looking at what my elders have done. I see what they do. And I say, you know what? I want that kind of life. So I go to people and ask them questions. I love going to ask people questions, man, because I want to have that kind of life. Um uh, and then there's this group of people that you need to get rid of so remember we said i want you to have kids in your life i want you to have a best friend at least one and i want you to have elders in your life but it's this group of people i need you to get rid of toxic these are the people that you know soon as i said toxic you knew there are some people in your life that you know you need to get rid of and what we end up doing unfortunately is we be calling ourselves being loyal to people that are toxic in our lives if there's people in your life that you know ain't no good for you You have got to love yourself enough to say, you know what? I need to get rid of these people. I need to let them go. Uh, I work in the uh, rehab industry, drugs and alcohol rehab. And sometimes people have to start all over again from the people that they've been hanging around. You know, they got family members that love them to death and have been in their corner the whole time. And they got a good support system. And there are some people that don't have it. So sometimes they have to let go of everybody that they know in order to start all over. And I'll be like, cool, you ready? Because I'm going to help you get some new friends. Here we go. Give me three things you love to do. And so I'm just going to throw mine out there. So I love working out. I love working out. Man, I love working out. I love taking care of my body. So while I'm at the gym, I'm going to meet about two two or three other people that love to do what? Take care of their body. Guess what? I just got some new friends that work out. Woo! I love taking care of my kids. I love taking care of my kids. I love my babies. I don't get a chance to be with them now cuz they ain't no babies no more. The baby is 14 years old. So but I love talking about my kids and being around my kids. So I started hanging around with daddies who love taking care of their kids. Oh, okay, so I got some friends that like to work out. I got some friends that love being daddies. And then I love going to church. I love talking to people about God, getting closer to Jesus, all that. So I found some new people in church that love Jesus. Wait a minute. So I got some new friends that love to work out. I got some new friends that love their kids. And I got some new friends that want to get closer to Jesus. I just got a whole new group of friends. And all I had to do was just go do what it is that I love to do. John, you're making this too simple. I told you. Either I'm going to make you really happy that life is as simple as I say it is. Or I am going to tick you off that life is as simple as I say it is. We be complicating it. So that's the relationship part. So then we got the physical part. Ooh, I just told you I love to work out, man. I love taking care of my body. I don't worship it. Uh, let, me, let me make that clear. I don't be measuring every, you know, sugar gram and the calories and all that. I don't be doing all that now. But I do love the temple that I'm working in. So when it comes to your health, I got some simple rules. Remember, I can't make it complicated. I'm, I'm the wrong raw cast. If you want, to, you want complicated life, I can't do that. So number one, when it comes to eating... I have a rule. If it makes a noise or it grows, eat it. Moo. Eat it. Uh, Because of my blood pressure, I don't eat this that much. Oink, oink. Eat it. Gobble, gobble. Eat it. Trees with apples, they grow. Eat it. Bananas, they grow. Eat it. Ooh, carrots, man. Squash, cucumbers. Ooh, it's good. Eat it. Twinkies. They don't make a noise and they don't grow. Don't eat it. See how that worked out? See, I just complicated and just made your beautiful diet plan so simple. (laughs) If it makes a noise or it grows, go ahead and eat it. Great way to to know what your diet plan is. Number two, make sure you get 30 minutes of body movement every day consistently. Uh, Let me say that again. 30 minutes of body movement. Now, did I say exercise or did I say body movement? Yes, I said body movement. So watch how this works. So when I'm walking and I'm doing my 5,000 steps at work, that's body movement. When I'm, uh, when I used to play with my kids, you know, I'm older now, so I don't play with my kids like I used to. But when I was playing with my kids, but when I see my grandkids, I play with my grandkids, body movement. If I'm outside helping my wife with her gardening, she does. She loves plants. Man, my God, my house is full of greenery. She loves greenery. She's doing 30 minutes of body movement. She's taking out dirt, putting in dirt. She's fertilizing her plants. She's doing all that. Guess what? That's body movement. It's not considered typically exercise, but we're doing body movement. I'm a firm believer in moving that body, man. I'm at an older age now where I do more uh, calisthenics and i do more stretching than i've ever done with work with weights so yes i still weight train a little bit but i love stretching because i love being 55 once again with no aches and pains it's because i stretch do some calisthenics and i do a lot of i mean a little bit of uh, weight lifting so great for the body man great for the body but that's what i like to do personally and then it's this thing that i have a phd in man i mean i, I mean i mastered this thing <sighs> Your boy got a degree in sleeping. You can ask my wife. She'd be getting ticked off at me sometime because <laughs> the way and the pattern of how I go to sleep. So it takes me about five minutes to go to sleep every night. So out of 365 days, I might have five days that I don't go straight to sleep. But 360 days, this is how it goes. For two minutes, I think about my day. For two minutes, I think about how I could have made my day better. And then that last minute, I think about what I got to do tomorrow. I'm out. That's because I've trained myself to hit that bed, and in five minutes, I'm gone. I love going to sleep thinking about what I'm going to do tomorrow. Because people don't even realize this. While you're sleeping, your mind is trying to figure out how you're going to be successful with them things that you were thinking about tomorrow. That's how phenomenal your brain is. Man, my God, that brain is phenomenal. And that just happens to be the thing that we're going to be talking about on this next point. Mentally, I want you to read, 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 read. And the next word I'm about to say is read. Anytime you want to be better in life and you want to have a, a mind that's constantly thinking about positivity and going in the right direction, I need you to read. John, can you tell me about some of the things that you read? Hex, yeah. We didn't already talked about it in this podcast so far. I like to read about how to handle my finances better and make more money. (laughs) I like to read books about how to have a great relationship with my wife, my kids, and people around me. I like reading books about how to take better care of my body. I like reading books about stimulating my mind and having more positive thoughts and encouraging and uplifting thoughts. I love reading about how to have a better life all the time, whether I'm reading articles on the Internet uh, or reading books, whatever it is. I'm always wanting to improve. I never want to be satisfied with the life that I have. I'm content and happy with the life I have, but I'm always striving to get to that next level of having a better life. And then I cannot forget that last piece, the spiritual part you know, anytime you talk about God, people start having a conniption. I'll be like, stop, 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 stop. There's two dynamics about God that I really love and I want everybody to get. First of all, it says in the book of Genesis, in the beginning, God created. The God that we serve is a creator. Look at all them beautiful trees, plants. I'm in Tucson, Arizona. So we got some beautiful mountains that surround the city. You got a sun and an earth that's dangling in midair. Ain't nothing holding it up. That didn't just come together from a poof. It was an intelligent being made an intelligent being. Now it says also in Genesis that man was created in his image and in his likeness. Wait a minute. So you mean to tell me I got the DNA of God? Yes. What are you supposed to be doing with that DNA? The same thing that God did. He said, let there be. And there was. Do you know you're supposed to be speaking positive stuff encouraging stuff life giving stuff speaking his word back to him out loud do you understand that when you whatever you speak it's almost like hands come out of your mouth and start forming the very things that you spoke we serve a phenomenal God but you have got to get to the point where you there's a belief in Him, and also there's a point of okay God what do you want me to do every time I've asked God what he want me to do and I've done that man always successful This is the thing I want you to get. And I always say it a lot. Uh, I want to make life simple for you. Now, notice what I just said. I said I want to make life simple for you. I didn't say it was easy. There's a difference. I want to make it simple. Point A, point B, number one, two, three, boom. You're going to get the results of what it is you're trying to get. But sometimes it's, it's, it's not easy, man. You know, I work in a drug and alcohol rehab. And when I have to help people reposition and re-get their lives back aligned to the kind of life that they want and they want to have man it's going to take some work the simple steps i'm going to give them are, are truly simple i don't want you to overcomplicate it and let me tell you how how it works for me so if i say you know you need to drink more water look at that if you ain't been drinking no water consistently with knowingly drinking water i need you to drink an eight ounce glass of water for a week Woo, you got that down pat okay cool on the second week I need you to drink two eight ounce glasses of water see how that works I don't want you to complicate if you ain't been doing no exercise and you want you really want to get back in shape what I need you to do if you live in a typical uh, a city block I don't happen to be living in the city block uh, I need you to go out your house walk around the block one time go back home and sit down. tomorrow I need you to get up walk around the block one time come back in the house sit down okay next week I want you to walk two times around the block <laughs> come back home, and sit out I never wanted you to complicate your life I want you to make it so easy that anybody can do it anybody can do it if you haven't been saving any money you don't have a savings account I want you to go open up a savings account and I want you to put 1% of your income in it for a month you like John that's super easy I'm like alright cool next month I want you to put two percent in your savings account. And then the next month after that, 3%, you see where I'm going? Add a percent on until it gets to the point where it's like a little struggle. <laughs> You'd like, oh, this is a little tight. Once you get up to about 10%, 15%, that's what it's going to get a little tight. You're going to be thinking to yourself, man, why am I putting this money away? When you see that savings account start increasing, boy, you're going to be ecstatic. Like, man, I could have been doing this all my life. Don't beat yourself up. Forgive yourself and just keep on doing that new pattern of what you're supposed to be doing. So guys, I got this last bit of questions I want you to answer before I get up out of here. Uh, Question number one, who controls how much money you make? Yes, that's right. It's you. (laughs) It's you. It's you. You get to make as much money as you want to make. Hustle and do what you got to do and get that information. Uh, Question number two, who controls who hangs out with you? Yep, that's right. It's you. It's you. If you're talking bad about your friends, you're talking bad about yourself because you allowed them busters to hang with you. Question number three, who controls how you take care of your body? Yep, that's right. That's you. You know, no doctors or nurses. They're they going to tell you what to do, but you still have to do it. Because if it was up to me, if life would go according to how I wanted it to go, I would have my three sons do 50 sit-ups apiece and I get abs. That's how I would do it. But it don't work like that. I got to get on the ground and do the sit-ups myself so I can get some abs. Question number four. Who controls what books you read, what DVDs you watch, what music you listen to? You are correct. Yes, it is you. Not the government. <laughs> you get to pick what it is that you watch on TV, books you read, DVDs you watch. Oh, okay, the last question. Uh, he's talking about God again. Okay, who controls how close you get to God? Yeah. That's right. It's you. God's the perfect gentleman. He going to force himself on you. It's called free will. Have your life and do what you want to do with it. But if you want that life, man, you got to ask God for the answers to this thing, man. You got to have it, man. He's going to give you every good answer that you need to have. Now, the question is, will I apply what he's telling me? He, he gives me all the answers. It's never, it's never a question. He's always going to tell me what to do. But it's always the question of, will I do what, what he's asking of me to do? Man, we serve a phenomenal God. So notice that all of those areas, you have control. The question is, are you taking control? This is your boy John Bacon with another segment of Bacon Bits. I ain't got nothing but love for y'all. Class dismissed.